Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Good evening, Facebook family, and welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Had my daily dose. I love it when you call me Big Papa Music all queued up. Didn't have my stand because I think Brett took it in his camera stuff. And then just as I was about to do the Daily Dose, and you may ask, why is Big Papa laying down? I've actually got my head tilted back. It's because it's really dry here. And then we live in a big cabin. And a lot of times it causes my nose to bleed. So we have to put, uh, like we have a big pot of water and a little um, teacup thing. What is that? I don't know what it's called. That creates create some humidity and then I sleep with a humidifier hadn't had a nosebleed in a couple weeks a few uh, almost over a week get back and here I am a little nosebleed nothing big so anyway because I love you guys so much I figured I would just tilt my head back and go ahead and chop it up with you because I had something very specific hey there Valerie I had something very specific I wanted to talk to you about this evening. So, tonight's episode is Pathways of Destruction. And it the reason I'm talking about this is because recently we had an 18-year-old young man who came into our care. He was in our wraparound program. And he had previously had some legal problems. And then he had more legal problems. And so then we brought him up to Crescent City, to our treatment home, to stay with us, to get him out of the environment for a little bit before he had a court date coming. And so when it was time, he was here for 10 days, fine, no problem, everything was good. I'll be fine, I'll be just fine, Lydia. Everything was good, and um, we took him home because the next day he was supposed to be turning himself in to be to have to serve 45 days, and then he was going to come back up here we're going to get him into school. It already, all these things worked out well. He got home. He didn't He didn't um, turn himself in the next day. So he, it, and then it just, it's like he not just became a runaway, like a, a runaway train, but it's almost like he completely shifted pathways. So, and it started... I'm assuming it started the night before because he actually stole some checks from uh, our accountant and wrote a series of hot checks. And this all kind of came to a head in the last day. And so, hey, Mimi. So he already had these pending charges. He had worn out for him. He has, you know, he was mandated into our program by the courts due from another county, do this time. And go go be a part of this program, and your record will be clear. You're 18. You'll be off and running. And then it was like he, like we had no, like it was fine while he was here. Obviously, before he left, he took the checks. So 18 years old, and it was almost like when he was returned home, the thought of going back home, that transition just shifted him into a whole different pathway. And that was the the title for tonight is Pathways of Destruction because that pathway that he chose sh- 
very obviously very short-sighted, very impulse-driven, very gratification-driven. Because I guess he got in a lot of other trouble over the over the last ten days that he's been home and hadn't hadn't reported himself to jail. But um, it's it's a it's almost like it's a self-perpetuating. It's not even self-perpetuating. It is self-perpetuating because his his early history. Um, his biological parents uh, both have have been in prison and it's like his genetic coding and some of the challenges he's had over the years has just reinforced those pathways. And so it's almost like he just started going down that pathway and that pathway became a, a, a reinforcing, a self-reinforcing pathway, which has led him back into jail and, you know, I think about that and do I think, yes, would I have loved to have been able to have worked with him and his family sooner? Absolutely. Um, would I have loved to have, they started trying to get help when he was four years old. Would I have loved to have worked with them when he was four or when he was eight or when he was 12 or when he was 14 or when he was 16 or even when he was 17, just to have a little bit of a, of a of a head start on on all of the legal stuff but the reality is we have pathways in our brains that are encoded with messages it's it's encoded with they are encoded with directions and those directions guide us those blueprints guide us and it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of repetition to change that pathway. And in, in fact, the brain changes in one of two different ways, emotional impact, which is pain and repetition. And so what I've said to his parents is, you know, no one wants their children to end up in jail. No one wants their children to end up in jail. But what I told them is I hope he gets picked up sooner as opposed to later, because my concern is that he ends up getting shot, you know, trying to rob someone or burglarize someone's home. And then he's not here at all. So I hope he does get picked up and gets taken to jail because right now he's on a pathway of destruction. And that pathway, I'm convinced, is hardwired into his brain. And once he started down that pathway, that's just what the pathway dictates. And I told him, jail is not the end of the world. So many parents fear their children going to jail. Jail is not the end of the world. There are lots and lots and lots of people who've been in jail and have come out and been able to be successful. My own 26-year-old adopted son had to spend almost three years in jail. Now, granted, he got caught up in the ICE detention um, drama that's still going on to this day. But uh, he had some little petty crimes he'd gotten involved in, and then they pretty much just shipped him off for a couple of years. And when you when you're here on a green card, you get caught up in this system, you're you're pretty much lost. But I will tell you, when he came out, he was much more mature, and he has worked a lot harder to try to keep his life on track than when he was before he went. I mean, he was very immature. He was still very much a an adolescent at that at that stage, even though he was in his early 20s. So no one wants to have the thought of their kids going in jail, but the reality is, is some way, sometimes that pathway has to be completely worked through before the individual is able to say with commitment and, and, and 
with firm resolve that they're going to begin trying to create a new pathway and go through the drama and the pain and the stress and the fear of creating that new pathway. In fact, I was just reading, I'm a part of this, this online group of uh, business guys and entrepreneurs and stuff. And this guy was talking about how he used to sm sell weed and he got busted selling weed and ended up having to spend four or five years in prison and just figured that he was going to, you know, start over and he was going to do it differently. And so he got out and he's serving table, waiting tables and, and started a little kiosk. And now he's got a business that he actually just sold that was, you know, his product was in 5,000 different stores across the United States. And now he's starting a new business. So it's, it's never too late for us to, and I want to say that again, because mental health professionals have tried to tell parents that they need to give up, that they need to stop trying, that their child is just going to end up a certain way. As long as you're breathing, there is always hope that you can choose and that you can create a new pathway in your brain. And that pathway, remember, starts out as just a little trail walking across the yard. And then as you pursue it over and over and over and over and over again, it gets more and more worn in your brain. And you're eventually able to choose that pathway instead of the old pathway. And that's how you go on to eventually make a life where you can be successful. So it's a sad thing when parents have kids that end up in jail, but it is not it is not the end of the world. Maintain the relationship, keep supporting them, keep loving them. And even the note I left for this young man was, hey, buddy, I'm sorry that it's worked out this way. And I really believe in you. And I really believe that you're going to be able to come through this. And he hadn't even been picked up at that point. I just left a note where I knew his dad said he was probably going to come back to. But I just left a note to just, just let him know, look, this is not the end. This is probably going to end in a bad way this time. But you have the ability to change this. It's not too late. And so, you know, instead of being fearful about your kids ending up in jail, which Deepak Chopper says you can't prevent the future, but you can influence it from the present, just get focused on them being able to do something positive. All that fear, all that fear of what may happen, and it eventually happens anyway, why not put love into the universe and into the vibrations and, and hope and 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 thoughts and energies of, of hope and and success and positivity and healing so that it at least is projecting a new energy. This is such a weird looking video. At least it's projecting a new energy into the environment. Again, I'm laying on my back because I had a little nosebleed and I didn't want to let the time go by. So here I am. But um, we have a choice. That's what I keep saying every at the end of every daily dose. We always have two choices. We can continue to, to be fearful and to react from our same blueprints of stress and fear. That's, that's us as adults. Projecting that fear into our children, over our children. You're speaking over them. When you, when you have negative thoughts and fears for their future, you're speaking that negativity over them. You're creating that vibration you can keep doing that. You can keep saying, I'm so afraid of this. I'm so afraid of that. Well, look what's happened in the past. And, and look what he just came through. And look what he just did yesterday. Or you can stop 
You can slow down. You can take three to 10 deep breaths and you can choose love. You can speak positivity over your child. You can say today is going to be an amazing day. I see my child in the future being successful and being happy and and being, being fruitful and being a positive contributing member to society. I see my child in the future being an amazing individual, even if they just showed up like they're far from that. You can't prevent the future from happening, but you can influence the future from the present. God bless you. Big Papa loves you from flat on his back. I think my nose is probably all good now, but hey, this actually feels pretty good. I hope you guys have a fantastic evening. Oh, I have a big ask, a big favor. So Shane, my video guy, he's closing out. If you watched all of the weekly review that he posted yesterday, we're trying to get these posted every Saturday. So far he's been late, but he's working on it. I've just been having some technical difficulties. But at the very end, we got two little boys who say, choose love. Shane wants my posties. He wants to be able to put you at the end of our weekly review saying, choose love. So all you got to do is pop on there, do a Facebook Live, or do a little video, post it to the PostSense2 site, or you can email it to info at PostSense2.com. Better is just to post it on the PostSense2 page real quick. Just say, choose love, smiley face, and done. It's like, we'll take you three seconds. Just a little video, and then he'll pull it, and he'll put it at the end of the of the. Uh, the Daily Dose Weekly Review. It's a cool little thing. So, all right. You guys have a great evening, and I'll see you tomorrow.